1: Week one is finally here. The Bengals playing the Steelers in week one for the first time ever. Let's talk keys to victory and the things that will decide the Bengals week one contest in 2022. You are locked on Bengals. Your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What up, Bengals fans, and welcome to another episode of the Lockdown Bengals podcast. I'm your host, Jake Lisko. He's your host, James Rapine. We're part of the Lockdown Podcast Network here on Lockdown Bengals, covering your team every day, free and available everywhere you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Thanks to all of you who subscribe, who follow, and who make us your first listen. We appreciate even those of you who get into the YouTube comments section. That place, is always, it's a grab bag. That's a place of fun. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline is where the game starts, and the game starts in Cincinnati on Sunday afternoon. The Bengals play host to the Pittsburgh Steelers, as we discussed in yesterday's crossover episode with Chris Carter from Locked On Steelers, which you can go check out if you missed it. The Bengals' heavy favorites in a game that Vegas predicts to be relatively low scoring a low over under set by the Oz makers such as betonline.ag, of course. And that's interesting to me, but when the Bengals offense is on the field, we're going to be pretty optimistic. Now it's going to rain, apparently rain in the forecast, potentially some wind in the forecast, James Rapine. How are you feeling about that over under Mark with this Bengals offense, potentially having to do a lot of the work to get there?
2: Well, and I get a lot of things wrong. So I say this with all due respect to the meteorologists out there as we record this on Thursday, it might rain, it might rain, but, but it also might be sunny 78 and, you know, or I might be sweating during my pregame standup. So I honestly, I, you know, I'm not breaking out the umbrella yet. I just keep the umbrella handy because I know what it's like in, uh, in Southwest Ohio this time of year and really all, all times of year. Uh, That being said, um, no, I, I think that, there is certainly a blueprint for this to to be one of those slow-moving games, get off to a, a rough start. I mean, the Bengals' offense got off to a slow start last year, and I get it. You know, Joe Burrow was coming back from the ACL, all of, all of those things. These guys haven't played together, and that Steelers' defense, they have been hitting in camp. They have gotten a lot of of reps in together, and it's a lot of the same guys that we've seen year in and year out. It's much like the Bengals defense. Like I don't really worry about the the Bengals defense, and we'll get to that. Um, But this offense, this offensive line, it's there's all eyes are on this offensive line. I talked to Lyle Collins on Thursday. He feels pretty good, I'd say. Didn't say he was one hundred percent. Didn't say he wasn't. Uh, feels good and has gotten some valuable reps in in practice and and certainly the communication, I think, between that uh, starting offensive line has gotten better and better over the past couple of weeks. But it's, you know, everybody has a plan until you get punched in the mouth, right? Mike Tyson, well, everybody has a plan. And then TJ Watts on the other side and the reigning defensive player of the year. And I'm not gassing him up. He's every bit as good as I'm saying. 22 and a half sacks last year. Brian Callahan on Thursday called him the best pass rusher in the NFL. Then I think he caught himself and said, well, Miles Garrett, and you know there's a lot of great pass rushers. But T.J. Watt's right up there. I'm not picking really anyone over him. Maybe there is someone that's ahead of him, uh, but, but he's certainly up there. So Collins is going to get tested, and, and so could that under hit? Absolutely. I think Joe Burrow could play well. I think the offensive line could play well, and this team doesn't score 30. I think it's really hard to score 30 in a week one matchup when you haven't had any preseason snaps. And that's my bar. That's You know this. I like the the Bengals' offense. I hold them to a high standard, 30 points per game. It's the same standard this year that I held them to last year. This year, they should do it. I think they have a better chance to average that. Just not sure they get there on Sunday against the Steelers
1: in week one. It's going to be interesting to see how the Bengals attack the Steelers. I gave Chris a bit of a hard time in our crossover about run game, defense, very Steelers answer for him for a key to the game. But you go back to last year's games, and when Joe Mixon went crazy on him, the Steelers didn't really have a chance. And that's after Tyson Alualu got hurt, and Tyson Alualu will be back in this game. We'll see how he is at his advantage for a defensive lineman coming off that injury. He was solid in the preseason, played 26 preseason snaps. They had Larry Ogunjobi who I think you can actually exploit in the run game a little bit. And I think the Bengals know that uh, very well, having employed him last year, played against him in Cleveland for a few years as well. Cam Hayward, however, very, very good run defender, right? No questions there. TJ Watt, pretty good run defender. No questions there. I Smith, pretty good run defender. No questions there for me. I have questions about the linebackers. And Miles Jack and Devin Bush, I have big, big questions about Devin Bush. Right, Maybe Miles Jack can resurrect his career a little bit, pick it up uh, from, from where he was a few years ago in Pittsburgh, but wasn't very good last year either. This run defense in general last year, James, you made this point when we were talking before the show, was abysmal. Mm-hmm. And so if the Bengals choose to lean on the run game early, I wouldn't necessarily be surprised if they come out and try to set the tone that way, especially, James, as we were discussing, if the, if the Steelers play too high, And do what they did last year and dedicate all of those extra resources to Jamar Chase. Yep, That's going to open things up elsewhere, not only for the running game, but also in the middle for potentially Hayden Hurst, if they choose to feature him early, trying to exploit matchups against guys like Terrell Edmonds or those linebackers we were just talking about, or Tyler Boyd in the slot. Boy, Uh, I really like Tyler Boyd's matchup in this game. I think that one could be fun too.
2: Yeah, I think Tyler Boyd is going to do the gritty. Um, or do whatever dance he wants to do. I think he's going to have a big game. I think this is a Boyd week. I almost tipped my uh, my hand a few days ago when we were recording, and I'm like, man, I I, I can't say it's going to be a Boyd game yet. I think it is. I, I think you might look at and be like, man, Boyd went off. This offense is just ridiculous. And of the three receivers, if I had to pick one to go off, and it's hard to go against Chase or Higgins, right? Because they're just such downfield playmakers. I just think the Steelers are going to you're right. Do the too high concept. Wouldn't you? I mean, wouldn't you tr- try to take away the big plays and say, all right, this front, let's try to get after Burrow and see if this Bengals offense is going to be patient if you take away those plays. I, I just, I think it makes sense, especially because the Steelers are probably more confident in their offense now than they were in either of their matchups last year with the Bengals. Who knows if that is the case, but yeah, I, I think that they they'll try to take Chase away, and and this could be a big Tyler Boyd like five and a half catches over under, over. and the over under is probably lower than that over. if we check with Bet Online. But I would hit the over too. I think you know you could look up and he has eight receptions for a buck ten and in two touchdowns. I'm bullish on Boyd there this year though. I I think that the Bengals and we we didn't really have time to do like bold predictions. I guess I could have done it on Tuesday, but uh, yeah, thousand yards. For all three guys, I think that's happening this year. I think Boyd's going to get over that thousand yard mark.
1: Yeah, it's always the challenge. They all have the skill to do it. Obviously, they all have the talent to do it, but it's a, a challenge every year of targets to go around. Do they play 17 games this year? They didn't last year. That's one reason that it didn't happen last year. But Tyler Boyd's matchup in the slot, Arthur Mallett, projected to start in the slot for the Pittsburgh Steelers, leaves a little something to be desired, I would say in the passing game. I also like whoever draws Levi Wallace. He's a solid player. He's a fine corner, but he's in like the Eli Apple territory of corners in the NFL of like, okay. Number twos. And maybe Eli takes a step and he's better than that. Yeah. What was that? Just taking a shot at Eli. I'm not taking a shot at Eli Apple. I'm saying they're average corners. There's nothing Mm. wrong with being an average corner. I mean, point is I like T Higgins and Tyler Boyd because I think that, The Steelers are going to use a lot of resources on Jamar Chase, and I think that the Bengals can keep him honest with Joe Mixon in this new offensive line in the running game. At least that's what I think the Bengals are probably thinking about going into this game. They're they're probably thinking about what they saw last year from the Steelers and and what they've seen in the preseason from the Steelers. They're probably expecting a lot of resources to go Jamar Chase's way. They're probably thinking about ways to use their other weapons and, and maximize that. And Joe Burrow, to his credit has talked all offseason about needing to be more consistent play-to-play, and I think that will involve some underneath stuff and not necessarily the the deep shots being the only thing that makes the offense go as it often was last year.
2: Yeah, and at the same time, as you say that, and we're about to shift gears to defense, you know, in the back of my brain, I'm like, man, you know what would be real sweet in front of a packed house at Paycor Stadium, a record-setting crowd? A deep shot. Early in the game to get everybody hyped. Can you but it could be T. Higgins, right? The decibel of all. Oh, just a deep shot in general. It could be yeah. Hayden Hurst, 30 yards up the seam. Just go for breaking, a vert. Breaking a tackle. Just, honestly, spread them. Let's go. Let's go. I, I take back everything we've said the past two shows about the run game. It is time to unleash. No, I'm just kidding. But I'm also sort of not. Let's switch gears. Speaking of unleashing, this defense gets to unleash – some rage potentially on Mitch Trubisky and company. We'll dive into the Bengals defense and how it matches up against the Steelers offense coming up next. But as you're gearing up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. And LinkedIn jobs is here to make things easier and find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Uh, Yeah. I said for free, you can create a free job post in minutes, On LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? 40 million. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free.
0: Terms and conditions do apply. Hi, I'm Jake from On. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state.
1: The Bengals defense, I think, has a mashup that looks great, at least on paper, going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers this week. I know there's a new quarterback. I know they have nice skill players. We talked about that with Chris Carter yesterday, but I look at that offensive line for the Steelers. I look at that quarterback for the Steelers who maybe is better than Ben Roethlisberger, or at least introduces some variance. Maybe his nice games are better than Ben Roethlisberger's nice games, but maybe there are some valleys. It's hard to be worse than Ben yeah, come on now. valleys last year. but maybe. Ben Roethlisberger was a valley last year. He, he was bad. Come on, but the Cincinnati man. Bengals defense, much to the Pittsburgh Steelers' chagrin, is, is I think just good. Yeah, I think there's some Steelers fans that probably listened to yesterday's crossover, and they're like, "What are these What are these Bengals guys talking about? Talking up these Bengals de- this Bengals defense?" But but you look across the board at the Bengals defense, and and you tell me where the weak link is. You can point to Eli Apple. I I kind of did earlier, James. You called me out on that, but he's had a, a solid training camp and is an Great. average number two corner. I I like the defensive line. DJ Reader is one of the best, if not the best nose tackle in the NFL. Trey Hendrickson, fantastic pass rusher, going to have his way with Dan Moore again as he did last year. Sam Hubbard, Joseph Osai out there against Chuck Sakorafor. I I like all of those matchups, and that doesn't even mention BJ Hill. We -hmm. we know that the secondary is very good. Mike Mm -hmm. Hilton, going to get a chance to blitz a little bit more this year. We'll Mm -hmm. find out a little bit here in week one. Dax Hill, those three safety looks, we'll find out a little bit in week one but I really like this matchup for the Bengals defense. And I think there are some fun challenges in the in the Steelers' skill players, but I think that defensive front is going to make things hard.
2: It should. It, it really should. And the, the thing that – the way, way I push back in part of it is just week one. There's a lot of hidden things or things that they just didn't yeah. put on film that the Steelers team could pull out, and I would. I I would find a way to utilize Mitch Trubisky and his athleticism. I mean, he's athletic. He's not someone that, you know, you slouch on. Now, Lou Anarumo talked about how they would be prepared if the Steelers did try to do any design runs or anything like that. But if the offensive line, if, if that breaks down, which it should, like you said, he is capable of rolling out. And so how much of that do they do anyways by design? The Bengals are going to want to stop Najee Harris. That's the first thing they're going to want to do. So the play action, will that work early on? So there are little things, and it's like, okay, well, we'll see. But let's be honest here. Mitch Trubisky isn't scaring anybody. Those skill players are really good, but that offensive line isn't scaring anyone. And this Bengals defense, you're right, there really isn't a weakness. Now, are there questions? Yeah, I wonder how many snaps Dax is going to get. I wonder how Akeem Davis Gaither, who I think is a versatile chess piece, much like Hill, how he's going to be utilized. Mm-hmm. How, how will uh, the, the reps in the defensive line room work? Who's going to play inside when? How, how much will Zach Carter uh, be a factor? You know, there's questions, but we're, we're, those are like depth questions and snap count questions. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't worry about Eli Apple going up against Chase Claypool. You know why? Because he got the better of Jamar Chase, the much better Chase, the light years better top three receiver Chase. Not the guy who said he was a top three receiver this off season. Uh, he got the better of him plenty in practice. And so if he was can that do that this off Jamar, oh dude, it's been a long off man. <laughs> but well, and the and literally the shortest off we've ever had. Right. So. Say what you want there. Hopefully, here's the some more short off-seasons, even though that it felt long. Um, I, that's the part of it where I think, okay, the Bengals' offense might get off to a slow start. Maybe not. Obviously, they're really talented, and if this is your first time listening to Lockdown Bengals, we're both really bullish on this Bengals' offense. It's not necessarily that, but I just think this defense had a great camp. They've played together. 10 of 11 starters are back. The guy that you know wasn't a starter is a, is a starter now, and he got a ton of reps last year in B.J. Hill. like They're going to be really, really damn good on that side of the ball. And Jesse Bates has been here for three weeks, and it was like riding a bike, according to him, according to, to people I talked to. I asked Luana Rumo the same thing. So I think, uh, I think this defense is going to be really good, and they're going to play at a really high level. And that's my expectation uh, mm-hmm. for what they do on Sunday.
1: Yeah, and something Chris said yesterday kind of stuck with me. Speaking of, of just the defense disrupting things, is mm-hmm. talking up the, the Steelers going two tight ends, two receivers. Yeah. yeah. It, it takes Mike Hilton off the field. It keeps the Bengals in base, but I kind of like that for the Bengals. Sam Hubbard and, and DJ Reader and BJ Hill against the run. I'll take all of those matchups in this game. If that's the way that, that Pittsburgh chooses to do things, and maybe they go with a lot of play action. Right, Maybe that's a big part of the plan. I think you mentioned that. And you wouldn't necessarily see a ton of this in the preseason, but Trubisky uh, had 15% of his snaps, his passing plays in the preseason, were were play action attempts, in case you're curious. That's 6 out of 39. A lot of his passing attempts also relatively short, I would say, with 55% of them coming closer than 9 yards to the line of scrimmage or behind the line of scrimmage. So, if if the Steelers do choose to take Chase Chase Claypool or George Pickens off the field, or if Deontay Johnson is hurt, I saw some speculation early on Thursday from Pittsburgh media that maybe Deontay Johnson isn't going to be ready for wow. Week One. Chris Carter seemed pretty confident yesterday when we talked to him that he would be ready, but something to keep your eye on as well. But if if the Steelers go two wide receivers quite a bit, I I really like the Bengals based defense. I, I, in general, think that the Steelers' offensive line is just going to be a touch problematic for them. It it Mm -hmm. might be the worst pass-blocking offensive line in the NFL. It might be. It might not be. Maybe they take some steps and they get better and and they develop some guys, but if I like DJ Reader and Sam Hubbard and BJ Hill against the Steelers' base with two tight ends, and I like Hendrickson and Osai and Hill... In the pass rush, like where is the Steelers offense coming from? Because you need to at least do something up front. And Mitch Trubisky is not that quarterback that's going to be able to overcome. And I know he can get out of the pocket and run a little bit. And that'll have to be part of the game plan. But the Bengals saw that plenty last year and they didn't lose with those quarterbacks that could get out of the pocket and run a little bit.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I, that's the thing is you're right. They did see that and they're experienced and they've seen all of these different offenses. They've seen offenses that want to dump it off uh, or, or run the ball first or uh, do some bootlegs and different things. And so, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really doubt their ability. Now, do they have to go out and do it? Yeah, but we've seen it. And I think they can pick up right where they left off in the playoffs where they were just awesome. I mean, that Bengals defense. even And obviously in Super Bowl in 56 as well, they were awesome. And, yeah, that last drive, say what you want, but phew, so tough and you know i think jermaine pratt has had a good camp logan wilson fully healthy ready to go all three levels of this defense uh, are i I think is above average as as units as collective units and so while there might not be a tj watt or a cam hayward star wise they're really really good and uh, i'm excited to see them play
1: one note real quick before we move on and, and talk predictions a little bit more in, in the and the special and I have teams a question.
2: I have a trenches question for you that we'll start
1: with in okay. a second. Uh, Chuck Sakorafor who I just mentioned, at right tackle for the Steelers, apparently did not practice on Thursday. So that will be another one to watch. He was listed as a DNP with a back injury. So we'll have to see if, if the Steelers are down a starting right tackle who I don't necessarily think the world, I think he's like average maybe, but don't think the world of anyway. We'll, we'll have to keep an eye on that one too, which could make life a little bit harder for the Steelers in the trenches. We'll wrap up with some more prediction talk, some some wild cards potentially, some trench talk, some, some special teams maybe. We'll see what we get mm-hmm. to here as we wrap up our game preview for the Bengals' first contest of 2022.
2: Bet online is a one-stop shop for all things sports wagering, and football is here. Football is here, which means it is time to sign up for free today at Bet Online because well, you can wager, you can wager on the Bengals as six and a half point favorites. You could tease that line down to a pick'em if you wanted to, and combine it with another game if there's another game you like or another line you like. And that is the beauty. Bet Online has a wager, a future bet, a maybe it's a parlay. There is something for everyone, and it's not just NFL. It's Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, golf, but. It's football season, baby. So, whether it's college football, whether it's the NFL, you're watching the games. Might as well make money while you do it. Go to Bet Online right now. Sign up for free today and get going. Get that money.
0: Bet Online, where the game starts. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state.
1: James, you have a trench question mm-hmm. as we kick off this final segment of our... Are
2: you... Meeting. Yeah, because you're really down on the Steelers offensive line, and I don't think you're alone. Are you more concerned about... If, if you were... If this wasn't locked on Bengals, right... I guess it doesn't. Should which team should be more concerned about keeping their quarterback upright? That's how I need to phrase this. Which team should be more concerned about the opponent's defensive line demolishing or beating their offensive line and causing it not their offense not to function?
1: I think the Steelers. I think that there is some concern for the Bengals, certainly because there's four new guys out there, and Cam Hayward against Cordell Volson is going to be a little bit scary. Cam Hayward Mm -hmm. against anybody. Is a little bit scary. He's really good. Same can be yep. said for TJ Watt, but they they have better players at those positions. I understand they haven't necessarily had game snaps together a whole lot, but I, I just we we know what the Pittsburgh offensive line is pretty well, and with a new quarterback over there, I don't know. I just don't feel like they can really elevate their offense and overcome it the way that the Bengals did all of last year.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I, so that, that to me could be the game because I don't think the Steelers are capable of overcoming that. I think Joe Burrow can, right? So the Bengals could still win if they don't protect as well as you're hoping they do. We've seen that, but I don't think the Steelers, I don't think there's really a path to victory. If Mitch Trubisky's sacked four times and they're not running the ball well, and they have a couple turnovers, Mm -hmm. right? I, you know, I, and I think if he's under pressure, they're going to turn the ball over. Meanwhile, Burrow could be under pressure and not turn the ball over. We've seen that. So just, uh, just figured I'd throw that one out there.
1: Yeah. And I think that's an, an interesting question. I do think if a core four can't play, that is a big hit for the Steelers as well. And we don't know that as, as of the time of recording this on, on Thursday afternoon, Thursday evening in Cincinnati. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on that one too, but we we'll see what the Steelers are. You know, I'm not writing the Steelers off this year on paper. I think it's easy to do so. I think there are question marks all over that team on paper. But as we discussed with Chris Carter yesterday, and and as grudging I am to give it, I, I do have a lot of respect for Mike Tomlin squeezing the most out of every single team he has and, and getting winning mm-hmm. seasons, even when on paper looks like they shouldn't. I don't have as much respect for people complaining in the Pittsburgh locker room about some, comments from after the first game when the Bengals beat the Steelers last year. I, I, I think that's funny. They're, they're trying they to hype about, themselves up. Are they talking about Tyler Boyd saying yeah. they gave up? Yeah.
0: They they Minkah
1: Fitzpatrick's talking about it. So Did he really? I didn't yeah. see that. They're, they're, they're trying to hype themselves up over there, I think, a little bit. Uh, well, why didn't not they only, do that
2: in the second game?
1: Right, man. exactly. They had their chance, and they got blown, just, just blown off the ball, blown out of the building. And so, wow, you know, I, d- I didn't know that. Look at you. feeling a little like, embarrassed over there.
2: Yeah, look. Watch that game. They were dumping it off. You said it yesterday. They're dumping it off on like 4th and thirteen. I mean,
1: it's I literally it. the it definition. Was comical. Of it. it was hilarious. Yeah,
2: yeah, so, yeah, I mean, what, whatever. Whatever. I mean, that's that's funny. The Bengals aren't even thinking about that, which is good. You know, uh, I, I think they've been uh, really focused. And so so we'll see how they come out. It would be insane like probably surreal if they came out and just got off to a quick start with that crowd like i said the deep ball or something like that well maybe it's a 60 yard joe mixon run oh my can you imagine the big step and dancing and who knows but anything like that you get the crowd in it early i don't care if it's raining sleeting hailing snowing and it, who knows maybe with ohio weather it'll snow on sunday but those those fans are going to go insane, and I'm expecting, yeah. like I said, record-setting crowd. Like literally, the most people that have ever been in Paycor Stadium at one time on Sunday.
1: Yeah, it should be a great atmosphere. We've seen great preseason crowds, and there is, as you know, just just tons of excitement around this team. Before we get into predictions, one quick note on special teams. We we talked with Chris yesterday, and his score prediction was what 26, 20. Is that right?
2: It's 26, 21.
1: 26 21. I said this yesterday. I'm going to say it again. The Steelers scoring six times would be pretty shocking. Yeah. And they are two good kickers in this game to be fair, but.
2: Yeah. I, I could see I, them I'd scoring. Like, I could see them scoring
1: six times as in six field goals. I couldn't. That means they're driving inside the Bengals 46 times. Yeah. But what if you know, there's a, it would it would be week one weirdness.
2: A, a turnover to yeah. they get a couple of big plays and in, in the you know the Bengals defense the, a bad punt on one and a return. Sure. like there's a there's a path for that. Where but, even but if all the of those things that you're talking great. about sure. are
1: like week one weird things or or just like weird fluky things in general. If the game mm-hmm. goes as the game should go, and there aren't crazy turnovers or crazy special teams plays or you know. Weird kickoff return. I guess that's the special teams play. If if things aren't really weird, I feel like the Bengals are just too much better than the Steelers at this point, too much more complete. Yeah. And and have less holes to exploit. But week one is weird. Division games are often close. NFL games are often close. Mm-hmm. And, and Chris made a great point, I thought, and not that this has anything to do with this game. It's just an example of it. When the Steelers beat the Bills last year in week one, it was like, what the heck is going on? Mm-hmm. Sometimes that just happens in week one, and week one is really weird. But if it's not weird, and, and there are a whole lot of reasons to think it wouldn't be, I, I like your prediction, and I might be even a little bit more bullish on the Bengals. I, I think that you know, 27-17 is in play or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and so I I think that's what it should be that like,
2: that's in the, in the reason I had 27 or 24, 20, and I still feel that way 24 hours later. I just think it's, you're right. Week one weirdness. The Bengals will overcome it, whether it's a slow start or it's a mid game lull or the Steelers. I think they're too, too well coached and they do have a lot of talent to, to not, hang around. And I think they'll hang around. And who knows, maybe it's 24, 13. And Mitch Trubisky finds George Pickens with 37 seconds left and makes it 24, 20. And they kick an onside kick and don't get it. Maybe. But I just, I, I think when I look at that six and a half, I bet online, I'm like, ah, that's a lot. I don't know if I'm going there yet. And, and maybe I'm dead wrong. And it, w- it would be easier to write, th- write the, uh, the post game if it was a double digit lead than it would be if it was a one-score game and there's you know a range of outcomes that could happen with two minutes to go so yeah we'll uh we'll see the good news is is that i think we're both on the right side here taking the Bengals. we'll see if it comes true
1: yeah especially if a core four can't play i think that is a uh a blow for the Steelers because as much disrespect as, I, as i've put on his name <laughs> he, he might actually be there he's definitely their best tackle he's better than dan Moore Jr., so. We'll see what happens in the trenches. But I, I do feel like this should be a workman-like game for the Bengals. I feel like this is a take-care business game for the Bengals. And that's a little bit weird in week one, I think. But that's just the way the game feels like it should go when you look at it on paper, when you look at the matchups, when you look at what these teams are playing for, where they are in the NFL life cycle of, of you know how teams play. That that's how it feels to me going into week one, but we're often surprised. And that's how we could be wrong is week one weirdness.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's how we could be wrong. Hopefully it's not too weird. Maybe it's weird the other way. Um, That'd be fun. Yeah. So who knows, but I'm excited. Football's back. My friend, it's yeah. going to be fun to to be at the stadium and, and, and hopefully, um, you, you know, we're, we're talking about not a woo, not yet, not, not for these Steelers but a, a 1-0 and team because last year, hopefully last year was just the precursor to what what's to come as far as the Bengals are concerned and, and locked on Bengals and, and anything and everything in between.
1: That's right. And if you listen to Joe Burrow on Pat McAfee on Thursday, he said this team is light years ahead at this point of where they were last season on offense and the slow start they got off to on offense. And that, oh. I think,
0: Uh-oh. should be
1: exciting. All right. Deep Bengals. ball. Deep ball first play. Throw at the chase. Get the hell out of the
2: way. All right, one eagle deep ball on one team
1: gritty break. No that's the call. to be fair, being light years ahead might mean that they're not as reliant on the deep ball. One James. eagle yeah. deep ball to gritty right.
2: on one ready break.
1: there you go. that's that's what play called James is calling every play four verts but but that's a play call. what was it one, one eagle deep
2: ball gritty on one ready break.
1: We'll have your post-game recap coming up on Sunday after the game, folks, right here on Locked On Bengals. Anywhere you get your podcast, and on YouTube, as I said, make sure you're back for the post-game. Until next time, Bengals fans, thanks for listening to the Locked On Bengals podcast. day, and have a good one. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.